while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back Wednesday, uh, but we've got a great show ahead for you today. I've got State Auditor candidate Chris Dempsey coming in at 8 o'clock. We're going to talk to him about his campaign, and we'll be taking your calls with him at 508-996-0500. But first, to start the show, you know, we've been covering this at WBSM. We broke the story at WBSM that uh, a mailer sent out by um, Attleboro Mayor and candidate for Bristol County Sheriff Paul Haru um, elicited a response from his opponents, uh, Attorney Nick Bernier and Chief uh, George McNeil uh, in the uh, Democratic primary for Bristol County Sheriff. Uh, that press release was titled Haru's uh, Broken Promises. Um, and you can find the that you can find the press release, the mailer in question, and the story on WBSM.com. It was recently published, so go check that out. And now we're joined uh, to hear his side of the story. We're joined by Attorney Nick Bernier, candidate for Bristol County Sheriff. Hey, Nick, how are you? Great. Uh, I apologize for the background noise. I'm actually at an uh, event with Senator Mike Roderick in, uh, in, out in Westport. Um, so maybe a little noisy out here. Well, I appreciate um, you taking the time from the event to talk with us. Oh, of course. Um, it's just funny. Um, I'm just, I'm frankly disappointed in Paul Haru. Um, I, I've donated to Paul. Um, I mean, I believe, I think uh, he makes a pretty good mayor of Attleboro. Um, it's just, you know, it, it, the mailer wasn't that bad, except the fact that all three of us at the beginning promised not to go negative at all. Um, and then he reaffirmed it while we're all sitting there um, during the radio, quote, unquote, debate the other night. We were all, I think, thought very civil. Yeah. Um, so it's just I was flabbergasted when people were, you know, texting me and calling me. Wow, you just got hit by Paul. So we're speaking with uh, candidate for Bristol County Sheriff Nick Bernier. So. What he's saying is is that it's a contrast uh, between himself and you, uh, his opponents, you and you and Chief McNeil, in the primary. Because uh, you know what he's saying is it's a campaign. You know you're trying to draw con- contrasts between yourself and the candidates. Um, what's your response to that? That's fair. Well, I could also contrast with him, but I wasn't doing that. And there are certain things I could pick apart where I look a lot better than him. But I wasn't doing that. I mean, what do you? you, What do you think those things are? Well, I've actually the only candidate's run successfully campaigns in multiple towns. Paul's only ever been in Attleboro, so he's very, very popular in Attleboro. Um, I think he was he won a superlative when he was graduated from high school, which is great. But it takes a lot more than that to take on Tom Hodgson in twenty cities and towns. I did lose my last election a decade ago, Hmm. but. It was by a recount. I lost by 37 votes running in 47 cities and towns. Since then, you know, I've I've had a flourishing law practice. I was very, very fortunate. I ran my own little firm with my best friend. Um, I have a daughter. She's eight. Um, You know, I, you know, I I believe I can relate to more Bristol County voters than a, you know, 45-year-old never married bachelor who lives alone in Attleboro. And I do think that I have more to bring. Um, George McNeil and I, frankly, when it happened, we, we spoke on the phone and George has never said a bad word about me. And 
nor I about him. And we were just surprised that Paul thought the need, you know, thought the need to do this. I think he must think he's behind or something. We're speaking with um, candidate for Bristol County Sheriff Nick Bernier. So, um, Nick, uh, you did in the debate, in fairness, so, so he's saying, he said this in the debate, right? He drew mm-hmm. that contrast about his fundraising, about his experience running a county jail. It's, these are things he all said in the debate, and there didn't seem to be much of an issue. Um, and you did, in fairness, in the debate, uh, essentially ask him if he um, liked pedophiles. Uh, no, no, I, I guess the answer was the same. So I had, that, that question was asked to me by a Hodgson supporter at an event, if I supported the, you know, that, uh, someone who liked that. And, of course, I read the article after I heard that comment, and it's about the Sex Offender Registry Board. Yeah. And it sounded like in his article for the Huffington Post that he wanted to get rid of it. And he clarified that position. He says, well, no, since then, and he clarified, frankly, I thought I was doing him a favor, and that's why I asked it to George first. So, Paul, this question is really for you, but I'm going to ask George first. And then Paul clarified. Frankly, I think he did a good job clarifying his position that he doesn't favor getting rid of the Sex Offender Registry Board, thank God. Um, he just he thinks it needs to be adjusted, which is his bully, po- his bully pit piece. But at the same time, that's not bringing it up. That's on his website. And it's also being brought up by, if he were to be the nominee, Tom Hodgson. Tom Hodgson's camp, I should say. We're speaking with uh, we're speaking with um, candidate for Bristol County Sheriff Nick Bernier. Now, um, with respect to what you called his broken promises, uh, you he had said, you know, you had accused him of of basically being a political climber, seeking higher office, and sort of jettisoning his uh, constituents. Um, his response is, uh, if they were really that upset about it, why did they elect me and reelect me to the position of mayor, even though my intentions were clear? What's your response to that? Well, I don't think he made his intentions clear. Um, if you talk to voters now, a lot of them are flabbergasted. There was an article in the, out of, was it the Sun Chronicle up there, um, hitting him for basically doing it again. Because um, I think they kind of forgave him when he was state rep and ran for Attleboro mayor. Because I believe he actually tried to keep both positions, but he was told by his state ethics he could not. But this time, he was reelected. Didn't mention, he just said he was, this was going to be his last term. And then before he's even sworn in, flies down to D.C., I don't know why, to decide between, I guess, this or running for lieutenant governor, I, I think was the other thing he was contemplating. So, you know, that, I don't know. <laughs> to me, if you're just reelected mayor before you're even sworn into what you promised would be your last term, you're already shopping for another job. You know, the question is, like, is he going to stay sheriff <laughs> if he is elected sheriff? Um, yeah. So if the if the primary happens and you win, would mm-hmm. you accept his support in your campaign against Hodgson? Vice versa, if he were to win, would you support him against Sheriff Hodgson? Not right now. I would not accept his support, and I'm not in the... Uh, um, no, I'm not willing to commit right now. Okay. Um, so you really think that he breached the agreement that you guys made uh, yeah. to, to not be um, – to not be? I, I, I disagree with Tom Hodgson on so many issues, probably 80% of everything that comes out of his mouth. But he's never actually lied to me. <laughs> I've known the man for, I don't know, probably two decades, uh, for better and for worse. You know, one thing you can say about Hodgson, at least he uh, – he follows through. 
I usually don't want him to follow through, but he follows through. Nick, Nick um, I got to say, for a guy running against Tom Hodgson, to be fair, you're very laudatory of him. Well, I think that's also a different approach, too. I, I am running, I think, as a more moderate candidate. I, you know, I, I was a prosecutor, so I used to put people in jail. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I believe there's a lot of reform that needs to be happen, happen at Bristol County Sheriff's Office. But at the same time, uh, I don't think we need to reinvent the wheel. Jails aren't supposed to be fun places. Um, granted, you need to have far better rehab resources there and mental health resources and more clinicians. But at the same time, I don't think this should be a case study for the nation. You know, that cost, yeah, it just it doesn't make sense to me. So I also like some things that Tom has done over the past 25 years. I like the work programs. Let me clarify, not the chain gain thing, the work programs. I've had organizations, I've represented organizations that have used those work programs to great effect. In the Cookie Row neighborhood of uh, Fall River, they revitalized a whole, uh, basically, community room center. And that was done by the work crews. I was there, and, I, and I, I was expecting horrible things. But, no, they came. They were fed. There were no chains involved. The officers, you know, monitoring them had minimal, uh, <laughs> they, their, their guns were holstered. Um, they were monitoring the inmates. But at the end of the day, a lot of work was done. The inmates were happy. And they were, many of them were released weeks later. So, there are some good programs he's done in 25 years. You can't throw everything out at once. And I guess that's why I think I could run a very civil campaign against Tom Hodgson on the issues. And I think that's what moderate, undecided suburban motors want to hear. They don't want to hear, you know, clanking these negative things back and forth. They're sick of it. We're speaking with uh, attorney and candidate for Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson. So you you think that actually Sheriff Hodgson is a better would be better um, a better sheriff than than Mayor Haru is what you're saying? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying compared to how I've had other people have described Tom Hodgson, you know, not everything he's done is bad. Um, and I'm just saying, right now, I believe I can trust Tom Hodgson's word more than I can Paul Haru's. So you said your your qualifications uh, differed from his, but they weren't necessarily lesser than his. What do what do you think your, some of your qualifications are? Uh, as far as like helping to run and advising large companies, um, you know, working as an attorney for the Fuller River Housing Authority, balancing federal and state money at the same time, which is what you, something you have to do uh, with the sheriff's office. Um, I think those, uh, and I think as a prosecutor, you see things very differently. I mean, he was, uh, I believe, an administrator at a jail in Pennsylvania, which, again, different state. Um, and then um, he was an analyst, I believe, or a director of analyst or, or whatever it was for Department of Corrections, which, of course, is prisons, not jails. Uh, when I was a prosecutor, I was, you know, juvenile and district court. The joke was I did a lot of juvenile because I wasn't tall enough to be in the adult court. <laughs> I did both. <laughs> I did both. I did both. Right. And that, that's where you see the recidivism, because you literally see someone, you sentence someone, and then three months later, they're back in front of you. And it's like, what happened? You know, you're supposed to get cleaned up in jail, not get worse. We're speaking with a uh, candidate for sheriff from Bristol County, um, uh, for, for candidate for Bristol County Sheriff and Attorney, Nick Bernier. I only have about five more minutes because Mike's about to announce. Well, I was just going to let you go anyway. Um, I oh, think <laughs> I think we've covered everything. So I appreciate you coming on and looking forward to talking with you uh, in the future up to the September 6th primary. Thanks, Marcus. No Thanks problem. Bye. Okay, that was Bristol County Sheriff uh, and Attorney Nick Bernier. Strong words against Mayor Haru after a civil debate just a few days ago.
here, less than a week ago, here in the WBSM, WBSM studio. Now, despite my best efforts, I tried really hard to to get them uh, to be more um, combative. And maybe they should have just had it out that evening. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like there was a lot to say. Uh, but that was Attorney Bernier's perspective. We're going to have uh, Mayor Haru's spe- perspective on... Um, uh, at 7.30, so stay tuned for that. We're, we actually, we're going to go to the phones, 508-996-0500 if you want to weigh in on this. Good evening. Thanks for holding. Hello. I just got to say, I don't know, like, what does Tom Hodgson have over Nick Bernier? Does Nick Bernier, like, owe the man $10,000? Like, what, like, is there some sort of gambling debt involved? Like, he, he seemingly doesn't doesn't even, I don't know, like, if he if he wins the nomination, is he just going to say, like, Tom, you're doing a pretty good job. I'm going to bow out here. This is insane to suggest that Tom Hodgson is is someone he would, like, not even choose um, to go against or, like, support another candidate if Paul were to win. That's I, that's just insane to me, and I wish I wish we'd had more of a chance to push him on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I asked him. He, it seemed it – seemed, uh... He seemed clear he was he was just um you know I think he's I guess hurt over what Mayor Haru said. Uh, yeah, well and I guess also it's like like Tom Hodgson is a formidable political candidate. He's yeah. got a lot of support. He's a tough guy, he's clever, he's got great PR, and I can't imagine that Tom Hodgson is gonna take things easier than uh, than Mayor Peru did with a, a simple table with some check boxes and things. Like I got that mailer; it's pretty light stuff. I um, I agree. So, I, I agree know. I think I think Bernier's being a bit of a snowflake here, and I, I can't really imagine him sticking up to Tom Hodgson. Like people talk about snowflakes these days, but Nick Bernier throwing a little bit of a temper tantrum because Tom Hodgson pointed out that. He lost a race for governor's council, or excuse me, when Mayor Haru, Haru pointed out that he lost a race for governor's council. Which yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what governor's council is. Right. And also, I wouldn't go around like bragging that I almost won something 10 years ago, uh, an office that no one can even name. So anyway, um, I'm very confused by uh, by uh, Nick Bernier's actions, and I uh, hope you guys have a good night. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I I agree with a lot of that. It's it's uh, he ran for state rep too, I believe, and um, that's the O and two that's on the. I'm pretty sure I should have asked him. Sorry, I'm pretty sure he ran for state rep too. But yeah, no, I I I actually I agree to an extent. Like first of all, I don't think it behooves people to be nice to your. Like to be that nice to your opponent, especially in a, an election like this, this is very much, um, uh, you know, Sheriff Hodgson is a firebrand. And so and he's going to not return the favor or actually maybe in this case, return the favor and just say, hey, you, know, you think I'm doing a great job? Cool. I, I think I'm doing a great job, too. I think I'm a good guy. You know, why? 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 Why are you running then? I agree with that sentiment. I agree with that sentiment. Um, I I didn't, me personally, I didn't see anything wrong with the, I didn't see anything wrong with the, I didn't see anything wrong with the mailer. I think it just draw, drew, drew a contrast between him and the other two candidates. Um, and I, 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 clearly, I don't think, I don't think Mayor Haru saw a problem with it. You know, that mailer, he didn't know 
he he could have thought that Mailer was coming out the day of the debate. You never know. Like, you know, he, he planned that, I think, around the debate, but he didn't necessarily know it was going out the day after. He could have thought it was going out the day of and didn't seem to have a problem with it. I, it, it there are points he made up, he brought up in, in the debate. I don't know. We're, we're going to hear his perspective about it at um, at 7.30, but I thought some really strong words from Attorney Bernie are attacking him personally, which I like his personal life, which I probably... I think is worse than a lot worse than what was on that mailer. Honestly, I I wouldn't have done that. I don't know. I think it's a lot worse than spelling out your qualifications on, on a mailer. I think attacking someone's personal life, you know, uh, and their like marital status like that, even honestly like that, I don't even think that matters. I don't think people really care. Like people shouldn't care about that. I don't know. I'm 33 and I'm not married, but I'm here. You know, I, I, I have a good career. I have a good life. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's weird. But 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. Yeah, I mean, Chief McNeil, that was a joint statement. So I have Attorney Bernier on, you know, they, they, they signed that joint statement together. Um, I, I just, the, the, whole, the whole tenor of the debate last night was, I mean, the last week was, let's, um, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's beat Tom Hodgson. And that's going to be a tall order because he's a well-financed, masterfully personable candidate. And just, I don't know, to that really quickly dissipated into this, you know, whatever this, it, whatever this is. I thought, the, you know, I thought the mission was the mission. You know, if that's, if you guys are Democrats running in the primary, you, be, you believe that the best, you know, the, 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 the only important thing is having a new sheriff then this is a step backwards for sure i agree with a lot of that what the caller said first of all i don't think it behooves anybody to play patty cake it's an election you should be drawing contrasts i think you know attorney bernier said the 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 mailer he thought actually conceded the mailer didn't seem that bad but then i don't know said some pretty personal stuff immediately afterwards. So, um, you know, that's his feeling on it. I wanted to have him on to, to, to share his perspective. Uh, and we're going to hear Mayor Haru's perspective about it uh, actually right after this break. So stay tuned. This is South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. Chris will be back uh, on Wednesday. And uh, you can call in at 508-996-0500. Listen to us live. And- Welcome back to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. We've got Mayor Attleboro Mayor and candidate for Bristol County Sheriff Paul Haru calling in, and he's joining us right now. Hey, Mayor Haru, how are you? Hey, Marcus. Thanks for having me back on. Of course, yeah. So um, I don't know if you got a chance to hear. I know you're busy with the campaign. I don't know if you got a chance to hear uh, what Attorney Bernier had said uh, just now about uh, your mailer um, and about you as a candidate in general. Um, but what was your thoughts on their press release, uh, you know, basically condemning you from sending that mailer out, for sending that mailer out? So let's start from the beginning, and, and that is back in January, uh, I reached out to Nick, who I always thought very well of, and I still do, 
And I said, hey, Nick, looks like we're in a race together. And, um, you know, let's not say anything in the primary that's going to hurt each other in the general election. And so I sent out a mailer. It was a contrast piece. It was not a negative mailing. It was not an attack piece. And basically all the points that were almost all of the points, was only one of them addressing George. And actually the point I addressed to George would actually help him in the general election, um, make him look more like a moderate. So that would be actually good. That, he, that he voted That he voted in the Republican primary in 2016. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, that would actually help him in a, a general election, you know, make him look more like a moderate. Um, so... But basically, um, all the points that were mentioned were stuff that we talked about in your uh, studio last week on Wednesday. It was all the same points about, you know, number of donations, uh, experience for the job. And there was no backlash during that, you know, and it was, it was very healthy, very, uh, you know, productive conversation. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I don't. I, I don't think it was negative campaigning at all. I think it was uh, negative campaigning would be if, you know, we said, oh, you know, candidate X um, has a history of punching puppies, you know, right. <laughs> and, um, you know, candidate Y has a history of stealing or candidate, you know, M has a history of, you know, drinking and driving. And, you know, that that's kind of trying that's trying to hurt somebody sure you know and that's negative campaigning and that's not something that i think uh george nick or myself have done um you know george until now well until now right until now you you know they they at least um if you if if your position is that you didn't go negative they at least just went negative well you know i mean some of the points i think they they went further there than I did for sure, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I actually, um, you know, I've, I've had a conversation with George. He's a very respectful, very professional um, gentleman, you know, and, you know, I, um, you know, uh, like the points that were made in that response piece that they did, you know, that when the, the joint statement, you know, one of the points was that, well, you know, Paul lied to the people or Paul misled the people in, in of Attleboro in 2016 when he ran for re-election for state representative. And, you know, because then he turned around and ran for mayor. Well, the fact is that I was running unopposed in 2016. I didn't say anything about anything, about okay. any intention. There was no, there was no real campaign to make any statements there about was- yeah, there was no campaign. I, I sure. didn't have a statement about that. I didn't make a statement about that. And in 2017, it wasn't until March of 2017 that I finally voted. I'm sorry, voted. I finally decided to run for uh, mayor. That's when I made up my mind. And so basically the people of Attleboro, I mean, like th- this joint statement was trying to say, well, Paul was terrible to the people of Attleboro. Well, the people of Attleboro don't feel that way. They elected me mayor with 54% against the second longest serving mayor in Attleboro history, somebody who is a very good mayor and somebody who was, uh, you know, very, very well entrenched. I mean, but I, I still beat him with 54%. And then, you know, I won re-election with 67%. And then, and, and you actually, I think you made note of this um, in your article. I think you did. Um, you know, but on October 21st on WPRI, October 21st, 20, yeah. uh, 2021, I said on two different occasions in that debate, I will be running for another office uh, in my final term as mayor. 
I was very clear about that. I said it on doors. You know, when I was knocking on doors, I did, I truly did not know what office I was going to be running for. Um, it took me several more months to figure it out. But um, I still got reelected with 66% when the people of Attleboro knew that I was going to be, um, you know, running for something else. So right. the, the two points, those two points, basically they say, oh, Paul was bad to the people of Attleboro. Well, the people of Attleboro don't feel that way. They, yeah. they, they elected me with a very healthy margin um, on both occasions. Yeah, so... Not, well, not for nothing, uh, just my own little commentary on this. Um, the person who ended up su- su- uh, succeeding you in your state rep seat, Jim Hawkins, I think is a great guy and yeah. and I think has done a good job. So I think pe- the people of Rattlebar are probably happy with that. So um, so uh, you said you could have gone negative on McNeil and, and, and Bernie, or what would you have said uh, in that debate if the, if the tenor was to go negative on your opponents? Um, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't even want to do that right now, you know, and we have a debate on Thursday night on another uh, program. I New Bedford Light. Explain. Yeah. Yeah. New Bedford Light would explain. And so I, I don't intend to go negative then. I don't want to do it now. Um, you know, uh, you know, going negative is usually really distorting. It, it usually, sometimes not, but usually you're really go- stretching on somebody's record on something. And, you know, I think George is an honorable person. You know, I think that, you know, he, he um, you know, has run a, a clean campaign. I think Nick has run a clean campaign as well. And, you know, my, my contrast piece wasn't to cut them down. In fact, I didn't even use their names. I, yeah. I, I put their initials. I never even used their names. I used their initials to try and further distance it from them. But, you know, it was basically trying to identify to the voters that I'm the stronger candidate to take on Hodgson. Um, on that mailing, I identified that I had 686 donations, or maybe it was 687. I'm up to 727. I've right. raised over $10,000 this month. I'm not self-financing. People, the voters of Bristol County, the, the donors, they are, they are the ones who are investing in my campaign. My campaign is the one that has the strongest chance of beating Hodgson. Um, you know, and if either of the other two, Nick or George, were to win the primary, I'll support them. You know, well, I, I, Nick you know, just I, said he wouldn't accept your support. So um, what do you say to okay. that? Well, that's fine. I mean, he, 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 that's fine. I mean, I, I would offer it. You know, I, um, they'll get my vote. And if Nick wants to distance himself from me, that's fine. I, I don't usually, actually, I never seek out endorsements myself. You know, Nick's run, uh, from the point of view of getting endorsements, uh, Nick has run a pretty good campaign, you know, but I think there's a lot more to a campaign than just getting endorsements. But, um, you know, the, I never seek out endorsements. Is that I, to I, say, I, is that to say Nick's only gotten endorsements in his campaign? Um, I don't really know much. I, I haven't really followed his campaign, what he's done much on. I know he's gotten a number of endorsements, but I never ask for endorsements. I never seek out endorsements. Sometimes they come to me, um, but I never actually ask for them. I, I, I don't think endorsements win races. I think hard work does. I've knocked on close to 10,000 doors. I've got, you know, we're, I've ordered a thousand yard signs and, you know, we're putting those up. Like I'm getting probably about a dozen to two dozen um, requests a day, you know, and I just ordered bumper stickers. Those things are flying out the window. You know, the, uh, you know, the bumper stickers for cars. Sure. So I, I've, I've, you know, I've run 
an all-around campaign, really, really, you know, and, and at the core of it is me knocking on doors. It's reaching out to the voters directly. Um, I really don't know much about what Nick or George have done with their campaigns, but I do know their backgrounds. Um, I think they're both good people, but I don't think either one of them would do as well against Hodgson as I would. I think either one of them would be a better sheriff than Hodgson because I think they both have uh, better values than Hodgson, more you know, ci- you know, civil and humane values. But I, I, I don't think either one of them are as strong a candidate. And that's what my my mailing was getting at. And the, again, the mailing talked about the exact same points that we talked about in a very civil manner on our debate on your program. And so, so this this. This anger is—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a little bit, you know, shocking and maybe a little bit disappointing. But um, you know, hey, it's a campaign, and we're well, two weeks away from the primary. So what he's, you know, he was—I um, think in the debate, I asked him this. In the debate, he was very laudatory of Hodgson, and he was just earlier in his commentary saying, "Well, at least Tom Hodgson never lied to me," and he says that you lied to him. Do you think it behooves him? Uh, or any candidate in this race to be uh, complimentary of Sheriff Hodgson? Uh, I don't think it's going to help him, you know, not in the Democratic primary. Um, you know, I think that... What about you know, in the general? Just, in the general, I don't know. I mean, I... I it's, uh, Do you I have think, anything nice to say about Tom Hodgson? Oh, he's an excellent politician. He, he's He's very, very skilled with his oration like he, he he's um you know th- that's something a lot of politicians don't have he can answer a question and you know make you believe whatever um he wants you to believe and that that's a real skill you know and it doesn't matter if what he's saying is true or not you know but that that is actually a skill you know so um i i you know i i <laughs> that, that can be used for good or it can be used for bad um i was actually talking to a uh former correctional officer i think it was either on saturday or sunday when i knocked on his door or maybe it was um you know on the phone but i know it was over the weekend and um they this this former correctional officer said you know hodgson will make you happy about having a crap sandwich he'll talk you into making it the best thing ever you know and he, but it, not, that's a real skill and um that can be used for good or for bad well do you, do you, um, do you think his his job cuz burning your head had nice things to say about his job performance do you have anything nice to say about his job performance not necessarily his political skills well okay so hodgson's job i wouldn't run a jail the way hodgson does um hodgson is known for his tough guy talk and his antics and you know making life miserable for people and if you're if you're trying to run a jail that's really serious about rehabilitation you can't stress out your um your inmates who are also patients because if you have um 80% of the population, and that's roughly what it is, you know, if, if we look at, you know, jails and prisons all over the place, it's roughly 80%. I don't know exactly what it is for Bristol County because there's very little data that comes out of the Bristol County Sheriff's Office. But, it, you know, if you're looking at about well, 80% of your population has some type of mental health issue or drug addiction, and you're running a jail where they're constantly stressed out, they feel like they're constantly under assault, and they're just absolutely miserable, that's not conducive for rehabilitation you're not setting them up for success you're teaching them what it's like you know to be bad to people and to kind of be not you know the whole point of going to jail or prison is that you lose your freedom that is your punishment 
you don't go to jail or prison for punishment. You go there as punishment. Um, if somebody, you know, I actually saw on my Facebook page earlier today, somebody said, you know, I, jail or prison should be the most, the worst experience of somebody's life. And I actually disagree. I, I, I'm not saying it should be the good experience or the best experience of somebody's life, but it can be a life-changing opportunity if you're really focused on corrections, if you're really focused on rehabilitation. Going to jail or prison can and should be a challenge, you know, because you've, you've, you know, you've lost your freedom. And if you have some type of drug addiction or mental health uh, problem, you know, it, that can be an opportunity to get your life back in order. And if, you know, your attitude is, well, it should be the worst experience of their life. Well, guess who else reported the worst experience of their life when they went locked up? People that were in the gulag. Okay, people that were in Saddam Hussein's uh, prisons. People that are in, you know, locked up in North Korea right now. People in Iran's prisons. Those are the people who say, oh, this is the worst experience of my life. You know, but they're actually, you know, yeah, that, that's, that's not... You know, that, that's not who we are as a nation. You know, who we are as a nation is you, you lose your freedom, you go to it. That's why we call it a Department of Correction or a House of Correction. You correct the person's behavior. Mayor Huru, uh, I appreciate that, uh, sharing your, your, um, your core, uh, correctional philosophy. Um, I do want to get back a little bit to what, uh, attorney uh, Bernier was saying what, what Nick said uh, earlier is, you know, he said that um, his, you know, he talked about his county experience. He said he's, you know, he came close to winning a governor's council race, which is a um, 47, uh, you know, 47 city and town race. And he only lost by 37 votes. And he said, you've only run in Attleboro. So he's got better campaigning experience. And he also uh, had said since he's, um, you know, he's got a kid that he is uh, got better life experience or more life experience than someone who is uh, a, a single uh, or has been a bachelor, a uh, 46-year-old bachelor all of his life. Um, kind of, uh, I think, not um, on mess, like, not, like, not great things to say. I don't know how it's pertinent, but what's your response to that? That's not pertinent. You know, I, I mean, it, you know, I, um, first of all, I'm 45. I'll be 46 uh, um, in October, but uh, neither here nor there. You know, whatever. I mean, that's just, I'm running to be the next Bristol County Sheriff. I want to run a modern jail system. And, you know, we have three Democrats, all of whom are better than um, the current sheriff, you know, in terms of their values. Uh, you know, but it, it's, um, you know, and, and hopefully one of the three of us will be the next sheriff in January. I hope it's me. I hope I'll win on January 6th. I, I think I have a stronger chance. Um, but, yeah, that, that stuff is, you know, I mean, maybe Nick is a little bit hurt, um, you know, by my mailing. Uh, you know, but like I said, it, it was the points that were discussed in that mailing were the points we discussed on the debate on Wednesday night, you know, in the debate on Wednesday night on your program. And uh, even George questioned um you know, some like George, one of George's questions to Nick was, "Hey, you know, Paul's ma- you know mayor. He's managed the city. You know, you um, you know, you've uh, you know, what, what's your experience? You know, like where's your management?" Sure. And so even George, you know, called Nick out on that, um, and Nick had a response, and it was a, it was a fine response. Uh, but you know, as far as the other stuff, I mean, you know, I, I that's it's sort of a distraction. I mean, that that's just you know, I think Nick probably is a little bit hurt by my mailing but i like i said the, the conversation he and i had through text message in january um was very civil he was very polite and gracious and you know i said hey nick you know where it looks like we're in the same race let's not say anything 
or do anything in this primary that's going to hurt each other in the general election. And he agreed. And my mailing was nothing that would hurt him in the general election. It was a contrast piece that was uh, designed to show my strengths. I mean, George McNeil says all the time, he's like, I'm the best person to beat Hodgson. So I said the same thing. I said, I'm the best person to beat Hodgson. And, but then I, I gave points to back that up. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, you know, it's, I don't know. I'd rather stay on message. <laughs> okay. No, I, 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 I appreciate that. Um, I will, uh, I, I actually got to take a break now. I appreciate you coming on and explaining your side of the story. Uh, and um, is there anything else you want to leave the audience with before I let you go? You know, I, I don't, yeah, sure. I, uh, first of all, I, I hope that the audience, um, your listeners will support me on January 6th and before January 6th. Um, you mean, you mean uh, September 6th? Not January sixth. Yes. Oh, uh, January sixth is on my mind, you know, because uh, of course, Hodgson. You know, you never know what his relationship is with those folks. But um, yeah, September sixth. Nice. So, um, but yeah, you know, I, I hope uh, voters will support me. I have the strongest chance of um, beating Hodgson. I'm, I'm running, you know, a campaign. I mean, this is my. I've had eight successful campaigns before. I've run against Democrats and Republicans. Uh, beat them with very healthy margins. And, um, you know, I, I hope voters will say, yeah, you know, we're keeping our eye on the prize and really beating Hodgson is the most important thing. But not only am I, you know, just the strongest candidate, I believe, I also am the only one that has corrections experience. Um, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's important. I mean, it's, you know, uh, being a police chief or being a former prosecutor, um, those are different types of criminal justice experience. You know, this is correction. It's, it's its own profession in criminal justice, whereas, you know, being a prosecutor is its own profession, being a police chief is its own profession. So I, I hope that voters will say, you know what, Paul's the strongest uh, campaigner. Um, we've seen that throughout the campaign, and he actually has the, uh, you know, the, the knowledge uh, of corrections because he works there and he, he's, he's got the management. You know, he, he brings the full package. All right, Mayor Haru, thanks for joining us. Uh, I will look forward to talking to you in the future. All right, thanks so much, Mark. Bye-bye. Be right back. 1420 WB. Uh, McCarthy will be back on Wednesday. I'm going to be joined soon by candidate for state auditor Chris Dempsey, who recently got an endorsement from the Boston Globe editorial board. So we're going to be talking to him about his campaign, and we'll be taking your calls at 508-996-0500. Stay tuned. Closing out in the first hour, uh, candidate for auditor Chris Dempsey will be joining us. Uh, that is um, a race to watch, definitely. We've been covering it a lot here. We've had the other two candidates on. So looking forward to talking to Chris Dempsey. We recently got the endorsement um, from uh, Mayor Michelle Wu, uh, the Boston Globe editorial board, got an endorsement from uh, current state auditor uh, Suzanne Bump as well. Um, so we're going to be talking with him soon and won the, uh, the endorsement of the Mass Dems convention. So we're going to be talking with him. We can take your calls to at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on the program. I'll see you guys on the other side of the 8 o'clock hour after the news.